Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. My first hour here yesterday, I decided someone told me to go get lunch somewhere because I had time to kill before I could check in. I was like, uh-huh. why don't I go? Why don't I go? Uh, somebody goes uh, check out that fountain coffee room place in that Beverly Hills hotel okay. thing. It's like some downstairs, you know, whatever. So I walk in there and sit down. I'm like, oh, this is pretty, you know, $25 for a sandwich. I'm like, all right, I'm officially in <laughs> right. Los officially Angeles, you know? Yeah. And then it became even more LA because like two seconds later, uh, Justin Bieber and his wife walk in and sit right next to me the entire <laughs> meal. Really? And I'm just like, yeah. And like yeah. nobody bothers them. Nobody talks to them. And I'm just like, this is... The most LA I've ever I'm felt. Sure, you yeah. know? Yeah. Did they pray over whatever they ordered before consuming? Dude, I mean, I gotta be honest. I the uh there there wasn't a lot of talking between them, you know? I don't know what on was going on. On their phones? Yeah. A lot on their phones and just uh there was some there was some tension there. But Ooh. they I mean, I gotta tell you, uh Haley is I mean, just breathtaking. I didn't I didn't immediately recognize who she was, but yeah. when she walked in, you know when you just see somebody and you go, I don't know who that is, but, but I know they're energy. wildly famous. You know right, what I mean? Right, like right. you're just immediate. And then he and then he walked in, and then I was like, "Oh, that's of course, yeah, yeah." Yeah. But um, you know, they seemed pretty nice. Yeah. I guess. It's I don't like know. a skateboarder for, on Skid Row and a model. <laughs> yeah. Together, right? yeah. Huh. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Is that just look. a new vibe? Like, is that? I wonder, younger listeners, uh, is it normal just to be on your phones all the time? Is that like the new younger people shit? I get, I feel bad when I'm on the phone too much, like yeah. around somebody, but it feels normal. That's where I get weirded out, where it's like, well, you're doing your thing on your phone. I'm he, doing my thing, but it's like, this used to not be. Well, you know what it is too, which is like, the, I, this is why I feel like kids are more socially awkward now is because they don't, whenever they're in like a party... And then there's an awkward moment of silence, bust and they the don't know out. what to do. They bust the phone. It's like they're a haven instead of having to overcome that weirdness by either yeah. making yeah. conversation or talking blanket. to somebody. Yes, it is, yeah. which is so bizarre to me. But it's like you know, I'm sure it's it's great to have for sure. But I think it's stunting, uh, you know, social yeah. growth. I yeah. forgot my phone actually precisely in this kind of situation on going to a party where I didn't really know many people. Uh, and I, at first I was like, oh fuck, right. Like, I, I'm going to have to pantomime having a phone because yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking to nobody. And right. then I just like was able to just kind of sit there. When you actually don't have it, right. it, I didn't even think about it. I was like, you know what? What's up, man? Sit How are you? in that discomfort. Yeah. 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 Ask the uncomfortable question of, hi, what's your name? Hi, who are How you? How are you doing? Yeah. I love when somebody takes the phone out and they hold it, but they don't. Like, as you're talking to them, they kind of, like, have it ready to go. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, whenever yeah, right. whenever this takes a turn, I'm going in. I'm right. going to, yeah. yeah. Just I will so you face know. ID the yeah. fuck out this I thing. Stay so interesting. so close. Yeah. <laughs> you are one boring story. What away. part of Long Island are you from? I'm from out in Suffolk County, way out in center. Oh, where Bagel Boss is from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's... Do you uh, claim him? Yeah, yeah claim I mean, him. I mean, honestly, when I saw that video and everybody that I know from Long Island, when we saw that video, we were like, this is just uh, the first time someone's pressed record. Like, this, is, <laughs> this is such a normal occurrence. <laughs> 
like not just that guy, but I mean like that's right. just a, people fighting and ba- and like in right. bagel stores about <laughs> being people short and a boss t- of me, yeah, an right. Italian pe- like it's just such like a and it didn't. I was like, oh yeah, and then it, the fact that it went so viral. I'm, what I'm curious for for a Suffolk County native in his videos where he's like, I'm trying to fuck. All right, I'm going on this boat. Email my manager. Only women from Suffolk County. Okay, you got it. Post fame bagel yeah. boss when he's just trying to fuck on IG Live and saying it had to be from Suffolk County. Is that does is he thinking of a specific kind of woman when he says 100%. that? Hundred percent. Or is it that it's 100%. just local? No, no, no. Uh, it's, what? So it's, what is he? It's a specific with? type of uh, Suffolk County women. Long Island women in general, for the most part, are like Italian brunettes, uh, blondes only with the highlights. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Yeah. I didn't know. I like. I didn't know that. I always grew up and I was like, man, I really am attracted to blonde women with dark eyebrows. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, I eventually realized, like, oh, that's just a brunette woman with blonde hair. That's right. how that right. right. blonde hair. That's how that works. Yeah. Uh, but no, Suffolk County would mean uh, usually overly tan, uh, brunette, maybe with some like you know blonde highlights. And because uh, Nassau County is known more for money, so also Suffolk County is a little Got more it. trashy. Right, so right, there's right, a little right. more like middle class. Lower middle class, uh, you know. Where's Teresa Capito from? Long Island medium. Uh, that I'm not sure. Okay, because I feel like that's what I'm envisioning. But like, yeah, but that's like that a level five Suffolk County. A, fun, uh, a comedian friend of my, a New York City comedian, is very funny. Uh, Brennan Tagalo has a joke where it's very, I think, it sums it up very well. Where it's like Long Island women like to do a thing where they'd be like, uh, like let me suck your balls. You know what I mean? Like B A W Z. You know, like. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Uh, shout out to the Long Island medium, who we all are imagining <laughs> sucking someone's balls now. My mom is uh, is all into those things too. All of the Long Island medium, John Edwards. If yeah, she will, if you can tell her that you know a, a past pet is okay, she'll give you money. Yeah, you know. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, loved lucky, loved lucky. What yeah. is something you think is overrated? Overrated is you know what I feel like people pay way too much attention to what people say. Okay, yeah. Overrated. Like, okay, number one for me as a dialoguer, I figure out what I'm trying to say as I talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm never mm. all that invested in anything that I say or other people say. I always assume it's evolving. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, like versus like, I need to actually figure out everything I'm about to say right now before I say it, and then I'll say it. Yeah, and then being like really, really invested in that. Got you. You're just kind of like, I'm channeling energy I'm feeling right now based on a given topic, and then I'm... I'm fluid. Yeah. I'll, I'll make a exactly. we can move. We can move with the wind. I think the strongest I've ever felt, the most rigid, staunch belief I've ever had is in how much I love candy corn. Uh oh. Mm. Yeah. And I know you're looking right dead in my eye. In your soul. Yes, I recall saying I don't like candy corn. And you came after me on on Instagram. And I was like, I mean, that wasn't the only social platform yeah. I used, but yes, yes, that was I know the one place. that was the one that really got to me. Though <laughs> I was like, oh no, I've, she's she's aware. Is there? Can you tell me why you think candy corn is good? Ah, uh, you would like me to explain why sugar tastes good. Mm. Huh? I guess what is the flavor of candy corn? Vague vanilla sugar? Yeah. Is, is there vanilla in it? Is Vega challenge for you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just not. Do you have to be like, this is chocolate. Done. 
Like yeah, you can't I'm, have discovery. I'm, so, I'm just so rigid. I'm just like, <laughs> what is the definition of this flavor? If it's too ambiguous, I am gone. Phytoplankton yeah. and sugar. <laughs> How much carbon is in this? It yeah. has a butterscotchy aftertaste. It does. That's a good way of describing it. Because I've always been closeted. Uh, Do you see what happened? Lover. Oh. Do you yeah. see what happened? Yeah. I made room for him. Yeah. He was closeted in his well, love. This is probably why he's gonna leave me for you. So <laughs> do you like the it. pumpkins? If you cry, I'm gonna cry. No, you guys just do your show. This sounds really cool. <laughs> I'll just sit back here. Do you like the pumpkins? Yeah. Oh my god, the pumpkins. Yeah. Is it the I same? I really love the pumpkins. Are same. the pumpkins? So we're dealing with the same sort of base material, but shaped as a pumpkin. Yeah. Shaped as a pumpkin, the coloring is a little bit more intense orange. I know, yeah, I've realized bright orange. Is bright and green. what's how much does it stick to your teeth? That's the other thing I remember is I feel like they're. That's the best part is yeah. when candy sticks to your teeth. I and hate that shit. It melts away slowly with <laughs> yeah. your tea and your, your coffee. Teeth. Oh, I was gonna say it melts away your teeth slowly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too breaks down your enamel to the point yeah. where your cavities develop. But then cavities are just little places for the sugar to hide, <laughs> so that you have little sugar. That, that's what <laughs> little, is uh, the best part. Sugar <laughs> treats that are later on coming Listen, out. Listen, I worst am proud dentist ever. <laughs> of every root canal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That I've had thanks to you, candy corn. Yeah. Uh, I've only had one and it failed. I just was cracking up listening to you guys because you were listing all of my loves. Wax lips. Right. I you like Oh, they, that's like eating straight up a candle. It's the best. You right. eat that shit, right? How do you not you want to, eat, to eat a candle, Miles? Isn't that other one like isn't there like a wax co- cola bottle yeah. candy too? Yeah. That's I feel another like one. Your paradigm on like this the, is all wrong. I like do if like somebody the wax came cola to bottles. me and was like you could munch on your laptop, Zara, if I'd be like I'm ready. You're like, yeah. I'm, you're like, hold on, not, <laughs> like, not, hold on, what? not your laptop if? right now that you're munching on. <laughs> I'm sorry, what, what were you finish the sentence? <laughs> it's not made of sugar, but I mean, you guys all saw Willy Wonka and the Chocolate yeah. Factory. There's yeah. the room where you get to eat everything. You know what it is? It's the textures. I think is when I really think about it because I don't like the waxy shit because it it evokes literally a candle in my mouth. Yeah. So it's like, this isn't a thing I'd Sounds eat. so sexy. And then the- <laughs> Candle in my mouth. Yeah. Like, I've been kicked out of every candle store in this city. <laughs> Can't go to a candle store where my fucking face isn't plastered all Welcome over the walls. Welcome to my life. <laughs> but yeah, and I think with candy corn, it's that I, I realize on, I like chocolatey sweets the most. If there's a hierarchy, like fruity oh. ones rank low. Jelly beans are at the very bottom. <gasps> bottom? Yeah. So- Jelly- because they're there, it's like in that similar like chewy thing. Like Starburst, I like more, I but they get stuck to my wow. teeth. Laffy Taffy, I feel like they've finally done something with the formula. Because I this year eating some Laffy Taffy, yeah. it wasn't stuck all in my fucking teeth. You know what's a beautiful in between of Laffy Taffy and Starburst is Airheads. Yeah, Airheads oh. are good. Yeah, love those. Mystery I don't. I think I like all candy. I've just discovered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, great. They're very pan candy love. Pan candy. candy. Pandy. Uh, except Pandy. I don't I don't like Pandy for uh, candy. Yes. I don't like jelly beans that are just jelly bean flavored. That's Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. It feels like such what is a jelly bean out. flavor? It's just, just it's sugar. almost like it it takes a step, like a gives a head fake towards licorice, but isn't licorice. <laughs> right. It's yeah. just isn't there yeah. like can you almost taste like doesn't even have crystallized the balls to granules of sugar like inside some jelly beans? Like there's a little crunch to it. You like know what? You're right. Yeah. There is an upside. Yeah. 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 Like <laughs> uh, what is something you think is underrated? 
Okay. Um, well, first off, I'll give you a local one and then a universal one. Right. It, just from being in uh, Los Angeles for 24 hours, I'm going to say walking is underrated here because <laughs> uh, I I walked yesterday from Beverly Hills to West Hollywood. And when I told people that, they acted like I was Forrest Gump that right. just got done with the cross. <laughs> like someone right. threw a foil blanket over me. And I was like, what? I was like, like it was, you need an IV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's two miles. They're like, two miles? What are you, crazy? Right. Like, was Uber down? You're like, what? No, it's just, it's 73 degrees. It's the perfect walking yeah. weather. Yeah. Um, so that's what I would say is underrated here. But universally, I got to say, I just, I just like made this connection recently. I have a thing where every time I hear a helicopter, I have to like find it in the yeah. sky. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like I know what it is, yeah. right. but I need to find it. Threat identification. Yeah, and and not even because I think it's going to be a threat. I'm just like, that's a helicopter, right? Yeah. And then I, I got to see, see it. it. Yeah, <laughs> and the Ooh, feeling, the feeling of finding it for some reason is such a great feeling. Where you're like, it's not a cat. I love that. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is. Knew it. We, we all have to find yeah, it, right? You You've got to find it in the sky. Kind of congratulate yourself. <laughs> yeah. like, I know yep. exactly I, that feeling. The, right? the one I really, the small victory I sense is when, you know, like it's a big sound, so you don't quite right. know the direction yes. it's coming from. Yeah. When you almost go, it sounds like here, but I know it's here. Yes. Right. And you look yeah, and you're yeah. like, exactly. That's right. right there. Yeah. It's the and best feeling. Growing man. up living underneath a flight path of an airport, yeah. you hone those uh, aircraft sound skills. Right. But that's one thing I really, it's funny, I was in an Uber recently, and the fucking, I heard a fucking, la, like, heavy military helicopter, yeah. and I was like, oh shit, what is that, like a Chinook or something? Yeah. Yeah. And I look up, and I and I fucked up, I looked the wrong way, uh, and then it was the other one, and in my mind I said, you knew it was the other side. You fool! And you yeah. fucking broke your yeah. neck trying to look out the back There's window. something forever, like, it's like not being able to scratch an itch if, if you don't find it, you know? Right. And then it's out of your sight yeah. line, you're like, god damn. Oh, for sure. It hurts. There's one thing I know. It's the sound of a helicopter in the sky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's a real Huey. man's yeah. man. Uh, these are things that become uh, relevant again when you have like a three year old. Three year olds fucking love helicopters. It's like such a yeah. treat when yeah. a helicopter flies over. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, any large mechanical yeah, object, yeah, fucking Anything a bulldozer. flying through the yeah. sky. Yeah. You, you ever take them to like the, the fire department? Like when they're just out there for free. Just a like, construction site is like we'll we'll <laughs> stop, we'll pull over and just look at a construction site for like twenty minutes. Yeah, fucking, he knows all the different tr- all the different trucks, crane truck, telescoping crane, like bulldozer, different types of excavators. Like it's wow. Yeah. I don't even know those. He's like things. teaching you. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, yeah. I didn't know that shit. <laughs> uh, what is something you think is underrated? <laughs> yeah, look at it. Influencers. Underrated. Underrated. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Why? Um, because and obviously we'll get into the whole likes thing and sure. Instagram stuff later. But I see, especially because of that stuff, I've seen so much stuff on the internet about like, oh well that'll shut down these fucking influencers and fuck them and like they don't have real jobs and blah blah blah. But I think everyone fails to remember that. You can speak about it first person plural. We, (laughs) as influencers. We? (laughs) Guys, we have feelings. um, But, like, I have 
definitely seen something on the internet at some point or another on Instagram or on Facebook or on Twitter and been like, oh, that looks like a cool thing. I want to try that. And then right. I go try that thing and I get enjoyment. But mm-hmm. guess what? If I had nowhere to discover that thing, I don't fucking walk down the street. I don't <laughs> fucking... Walk down the street. <laughs> you made it sound so fancy. Like, I don't just like go into random buildings and be like, what y'all have for me in <laughs> right. here? What's going on? What is in store for me yeah. in here? Like, I, I, there's so, like, I wouldn't find out about those things. Right. And that happens to all of us. Yeah, we want to like pan and condemn these people for creating a career by doing shit and then showing us the shit and then we go do the shit. Right. Mm. It's literally all it is. Well, I think it's, I think there's, there's two versions of criticism. There's ones who are just haters yeah. because they would but rather. But that's most of them. Yeah. And then there are, I think, other people who see other, like the, you know, the mirage that influencers sell that contribute to like yeah. weird, fake or unrealistic expectations but of I life. But I think that that's just. But it all just... depends on, but that's really up to you. And like, yeah. if you can filter through that shit, I don't personally have a problem with it. It's when I see influencers act like they are God's gift to whatever the fuck. Right. That's when I'm like, hold on. Remember where the fuck you're at really right. quick. Right. Like you have, you have the privilege of being able to just sort of commodify your existence to make money. And that's your job. Respect, you know, get your, get your paper. Uh, but I think because there was like a person who left a one star Yelp review. We were trying to talk about it a few weeks ago. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, where an influencer was pissed because a restaurant didn't hook them up with enough free shit because said, they were an influencer. She's not an influencer. She had eleven thousand followers. Yeah. I have eleven thousand followers. I'm not an influencer. Well, you I'm are not a, selling anything. You're a deity. You know, <laughs> I am a goddess. Yeah, exactly. Um, don't say yourself short. No, but I, I, I get that, and that kind of you know inflated, stupid ego person. I think yeah. though is like casting a bad shadow on what is not the whole industry and also I don't like the argument that well people and children are looking at the internet and they're getting sad because everyone's life looks better than theirs um you know what before the internet that shit was still happening Ted does not have a green lawn he dies that shit and you be looking at Ted's lawn all thirsty as hell because his shit is green as fuck Uh, we're in a drought right now do you think he's using water at night when we're asleep how the fuck does Ted have a green lawn (laughs) how do we keep up with the Joneses where did that Phrase come it. from. Yeah, meanwhile, Ted is probably eyeballs up in debt from Londa, oh. you know? Like, oh, people are out here industry. faking the funk everywhere you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? People are lying about their status. They're lying about their money. They're lying about their happiness. Yeah. So it's not like if you take that part of the internet away that that sadness isn't going to still exist because it's just a human thing. We purport, we puff ourselves up to make ourselves feel better. Everyone mm. does it. And so I just think that we have a more instant access by just looking at your phone. But guess what? If you go outside, somebody lying to you. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even right now on this show. <laughs> and I mean, we have more realistic uh, ideas of celebrities than they did in the past. So right. yeah. we've we've had them taken down a peg or two. Well, I think yeah, with... our everyday lives, the people we look to as living their everyday lives are maybe uh, being a little less realistic. Than I they think used to. advertisers themselves are the people who are actually um underrating influencers Mm. in the sense that most of our generation we're not we don't vibe with the same kind of advertising our parents did where it's like hey fuck yeah look at this shit you are you you, this could be you yeah (laughs) are you a woman who loves to clean the fuck out of my face i'm sad and i want the life and body of this instagram account what is that selling me right and subconsciously it works on you because it's selling you this actual you're like is this a real life I could have? Like this right. person's account? And yeah. they're like, I do want to go to there. 
to yes. that place to right. eat there, to stay there, to consume there. And I think that's like the difference now is like we you almost really need the trust of somebody or the the consumer has to trust the person and that's really where your advertising is going to be more effective yeah. and right. that's 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 where it all I think goes. advertisers get that like people crave authenticity now I just think it's hard to deliver on yeah, you know? yeah. Because, because there's no way to deliver yeah. authenticity through advertising right. cuz your whole purpose is inauthentic right. or like and influencers have been like except for the ones that are really successful and can charge a shitload of money like most influencers are tainted the second they get like one offer they're right. like fuck yeah like i have band-aids for life yeah right. we're doing right. band-aids hey I'm, I'm i'm cutting myself all the time in the kitchen because yeah. i'm so clumsy with this knife thank god for a band-aids. wedding dress made of band-aids yeah uh, <laughs> listen that's lit though if you go far as to cut your own finger to just right. to advertise <laughs> band-aids, band-aids right hey devotion uh, all right. right let's take a quick break we'll be right back And we're back. What is something you think is underrated? Underrated is impeachment parties. Mm. Okay. Yo, where are they? Yeah. I guess, you. okay, do you think it's dangerous to start super celebrating in the streets? I guess, what are we celebrating? The fact that maybe Democrats found the wherewithal to finally hold the president accountable? Or that we think that they reasons. could be removed? Okay. I'm going to give you three reasons why. Okay. Number one, it's important for your health. There's okay. an important oh, TED like a talk. bit of release. You saying yes? Mm-hmm. There's an important TED talk by Kelly McGonigal that you could you should all go and watch. Mm-hmm. That is about the importance of celebrations and how it floods your system with oxytocin and remembering your strengths and how that builds on strength. You got to celebrate. You got to get that shit in as often as possible. Interesting. Mm. Number two, it's important because. As soon as we start celebrating, we're going to figure out what election day is actually going to look like. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because the scary Nazis are going to start coming out for the small tailgate parties. Right. And we need to start those battles like early mm-hmm. so that they don't happen like the month before we try right. to vote. Right, right. And uh, number three, mm-hmm. because we got to get excitement rallying. For right. this shit to happen. Yes. Yeah, right. For public support. It's funny. The the first point you bring up like speaks exactly to the thing that I th- I'm doing the wrong version of, if that makes sense. I'm like withholding celebrating in the event that uh, it doesn't work. Right. And then I'm doubly. However, but if I look at it very narrowly yeah. about doing that as a process of being like, well, you know what? Like it's good to like feel invigorated. Because shit, that doesn't stop me from like celebrating like some sports team I like who may win in yeah, a very see, narrow context. And I'm like, in my and in my in the back of my mind, I'm like, we're not getting in the Champions League, right? <laughs> what the fuck the deal? Yeah. But in that moment, in that moment, I allow myself to celebrate, and that's what keeps yes. me going. Yes. Interesting. In this landmark TED Talk, yes. Kelly McGonigal revealed that people who believe that stress is bad for them will die 30 years earlier than people who just believe stress is stress. 60% mm. of the time. What do you mean that you believe that stress is bad? Yeah, the belief is what kills you, not And you're like, stress. this is killing me. This yeah. job is killing me. Exactly. So stress is like Freddy Krueger. Basically, yes. Yeah. It's just in Wait, your so head. Wait, so that what's well, the that, See, but if you went, stress is actually a Teletubby in my life. Right. That's trying yeah. to communicate with me. me. 
It bops. I don't know what it says. A Teletubby says. with sharp teeth that's always nipping at my heels. You're going to yeah. die 30 years oh, before no. me, sir. I don't do that. I celebrate. Well, in my mind, Sounds I like just... I'm going extinct. What if you're of the belief where you're like, I don't have time for stress? I have a right. question first, though. Are your calves marbled? <laughs> yeah. I mean... That is the question. You, are, you, can, see, you can see through the pants, I the marbling. I like I'm looking at a fun. I always think of, like, if I was in a situation where I had to eat a human being, I would probably eat my own calf first. <laughs> right. Because I've been eyeing it my whole life. I would eat They're your calf good. first as well. I mean, You've got, at... Miles has very... That's good eating right there. There's good, That's good meat on them bones. That's solid. You want to talk about the marbling? If you want to take yeah. a butcher's look at that one. Uh, they... <laughs> I was listening to a reporter talk about impeachment, and they were saying that it brought them back to when they were a child during a Watergate. Yes. And their moms would all get babysitters and go over to each other's house and just get drunk and watch the Watergate impeachment. Oh, that's rad. Oh, yeah. really? Why aren't we yeah. doing that? I don't know. Let's go get drunk. Because yeah. people can't afford childcare. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That's right. We have Parking, dissolved yeah. all social programs. That's yeah. where we're at now. It was very uh, heteronormative where she was like, and then the dads would come home and they'd be like, where's my dinner? Why are you drunk and why are you mad? (laughs) Now let me suck on my little brown dick, a cigar. (laughs) Right. And then they would take some Dextrodrin and move on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Sober up a little bit with some some greenies. Yeah. (laughs) Some actual speed. Yeah. Uh, uh, This is something that has kind of been in the... Ether for a little while that Instagram might get rid of the like count on Fuck posts. Jay Z. Yeah, my ether. Yeah, they might e- ether the that that's Sorry, been in the to. ether, and they might ether the like count. What's the idea behind this? I don't. First of all, they took away activity, mm-hmm. so you couldn't see how thirsty people you followed were. My goodness. <laughs> I'm actually mad at that. It's also because now you can't calculate the proper time for you to post a picture. So on certain days and every day, there's a prominent time where your users are the most active. Right. So if you want to have the most reach on a photo, it used to be before they changed the algorithm and started like showing photos randomly. Right, right, it was right. all about the time that you posted. Right. And then when they changed the algorithm and made the timeline no longer linear, you could still cheat that by going to the audience and seeing if people were liking pictures. So if you would go to the audience and it would be like a couple seconds in between every single like or one second in between every single like from your followers, you knew that people were active and online and it was a good time to post right 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 and they took that away so that you can't know when you should be posting and that way they can control what is being seen all they're trying to do is is they realize that instagram was so easily accessible for people to monetize and they're having difficulty monetizing it themselves so they're taking away everything that we can possibly do on the app to monetize our pages so that people will be forced to buy ads from fucking facebook interesting Mm. And they're cheating it. They're lying and appealing to, you know, people who are probably hurt by this app by being like, hey, we're taking away these likes for you so that when you get one like on that picture of that struggle meal that you posted. Um, nobody knows how nobody, much of an L you took on that post. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Nobody will know that chopped up hot dogs and, and yeah. beans got one like. Yeah, we get no it. Likes. You went on the new kids on the block cruise ship. Yeah. Right. Okay. Then Danny looks real bored with you. You took a picture with Joy Fatone. Right. Right. <laughs> Who was on the new kids it's, cruise, which is a shame for really him. Really? Well, he's yeah. he's struggling. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Because uh, he used to they used to call him they used to call him names. But the I you know I think it's a double edged sword because obviously there absolutely is a thing of like well y'all be can't be making more money than we are so yeah. we have to dip in first. But I think there is a bit of a benefit though too I think for people who might not be 
like actually on the in the business of posting on Instagram, right. but sort of caught up in the optics of like how many followers you have, the pressure that people can like, you know, younger people, I think more especially thinking of like, well, this doesn't have likes. I can actually quantify my self-worth versus through likes. Mm -hmm. But it does provide cover, like you're saying, of being like, well, you know, th that could have a benefit. Yeah. Right. I've and then never also, seen a business do anything to help people. Right. <laughs> That's not what they're Purely for. Purely to help people. Yeah. <laughs> um facts. Not, not even <laughs> not even pharmaceutical businesses. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Especially not them. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's what they say is uh right now we're testing this is from one of the higher ups at Facebook or Instagram. Right now we're testing uh, making like counts private. You'll be able to see how many likes a given photo or video of yours has received, but no one else will. We're announcing that we're going to start testing in the US next week. He clarified that the hidden number of likes would not be rolled out to users in the entire country at once, but to a small group. And I think that I like when we talk about like the billionaire class, I'm not comparing influencers to billionaires necessarily. But like if you're talking about people, I guess, who get lots of attention and if that's what everybody wants, there's not a lot. Like most people's Instagrams are very normal and like mm -hmm. just pictures of their kids. Right. And, like, you know, it's not them on a jet, you know. Yeah, right. So I could see how that would be beneficial to those people. Yeah. Well, and also uh, people... Just a public service announcement. Pictures of a newborn child too soon, Ooh. not a good look. Air that baby out first. Let okay? the baby's head form a little bit. Yeah. I have I go back and forth with Amy Miller, past guests, where we we send each other photos from our uh, what we see on our timeline of people posting fresh out the womb babies. Because they're not – I get it. You're celebrating your life, but also the cuteness probability is very low. For a fresh out the right. womb baby, get yeah. the baby with a like a hair dryer first or something like. Yeah, just... we're not even like necessarily in the delivery room, but I just see ones where they're like two days old and they're like, "Look at this child." I'm like, "It the it skin looks is like see through." Yeah. yeah, yeah, but Ooh. hey, but bless it. And it's a little crepey baby. It's a circle of life. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and whenever there's an ugly baby, I just say, "Oh, congratulations!" Or that's a blessing. I will not. I will not call <laughs> say, an ugly oh, cute. baby cute yeah. ever. Oh wow! Wait, that's what you post on all my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, congrats. congrats. No, Jack, congrats. I'm, under your, I'm under you and your wife's photos. Like, let me know when these kids want to work. Yeah, like, <laughs> Let's get these out. kids yeah. in show business. Yeah. They, they, need, they, got, a, they got a manager yet? <laughs> Cute kids. Uh, what so a what, blessed and extraordinary family. <laughs> uh, let's talk about YouTube because they. Same shit. Same. Same. They shit. are so now they're changing their terms of service or they're about to change them in December that says, quote, YouTube may terminate your access or your Google accounts access to all or part of the service, YouTube, if YouTube believes in its sole discretion that provision of the service, YouTube, to you is no longer commercially viable. <laughs> so they're out here basically saying, you are Look, a if content making provider. Coin, Right. We're going to fucking ax your shit. We'll fire you. YouTube can fire Can't use you. YouTube anymore. And I think that's one, again, it has a dual purpose, right? On one side, people can be like, oh, this could be great for them regulating hate speech or like, mm -hmm. you know, the red pill. But path. hate speech makes money. But exactly. But then who knows if that's what that means, right? Right. Versus accounts that might be railing against the YouTube algorithm or their AdSense or right. these other things. And they're like, actually, this isn't commercially viable because we're trying to appeal to our own advertising. I'm oh, sorry, you got to go. I love that YouTube just sent out an email that was like, hey, listen, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you can't question us. Yeah, this is no longer a platform to share shit. Thanks right. so much for using YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if like that's in response. I'm, I'm, I know this is like huge in the YouTuber world. I think a lot of people have been saying like, this is why YouTubers, like especially creators who have like 
sizable followings should unionize to be able to protect themselves from shit like this. Um, but I wonder if it's because they've been taking hits to their ad revenue that they've slowly been like, okay, fuck, if we're, this is going to be a profit machine, we literally have to treat it like just a network. Now. Right. It's right. like your show or your channel isn't commercially viable because you're giving like hair tips or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. And that's so crazy to treat people who just post to your platform like they're your employees. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like this started as like, I get it. Like it's monetized like because of ads and clicks and people who watch your videos and subscribers. But, to this point, but at the, like, so what are they saying? Like y'all, y'all better get to work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Change your tune up. I mean, this, stop talking that politics shit. Right. If this you goes, <laughs> yeah, goes if back you, to just the, these are monopolies and this is what corporations will do to you if you know they if they know that you can't go anywhere else then they're just going to right but i yeah. think that's the key and we have to continue to have that kind of developing spirit because facebook has lived in you know basically monopoly for so much longer than i think any social it has to be the longest of any social website because before it used to be like oh we're on exanga now we're on mm-hmm. myspace right we own black right. people meet bitch we going back to black planet right oh. right you know how girls on black planet be when they get bubbly <laughs> we just need to, i don't know let's go back to myspace it's yeah. just as bad as facebook oh, yeah. and all your family's still on it but it's not it's not like the spirit of innovation it's the fact that they they're crushing yeah they're crushing everything they hire like the most lobbyists in washington dc like these google facebook apple and amazon they run shit and they're not going to you know there should be seven different competing video players that people are uploading videos to the same way that there's you know they're like when cars became a thing ford didn't just get to make cars like from then on, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, there were a bunch of different car companies that came in and started. But they were cars. like, "Well, all right, the car game will, you know, grow and proliferate, but fuck public transit." Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was their version. Be like, "No, no, get that up. To get that the fuck out of here." <laughs> but I guess, like, with that kind of like how we talk about the elasticity clause in the constitution, it's like now we have to regulate the internet yeah. right. because oh, now yeah. these tech giants are crushing us the same way that, you know, other industries have monopolized things and hurt the economy yeah. before. Yeah. And now they have such a share of people's attention and like really unethical business practices, whether that's having like outright manipulative political ads that are deceptive and lies. Like, work, straight have, up said the KKK is checking our site for lies. Right. <laughs> Exactly. And they said no lies are detected. Yeah, by David Duke. <laughs> love it. He said we do it real good. Yeah, and I think that's when you see too, like that's where their power has become completely ridiculous. And they're like, but we're just making money. It's like, yeah, but no. See, this is the problem now. Like yeah. you have everyone's ears and eyes. Yeah. And now this is different. It's become something else. Sorry, you got to give up the keys now. Yeah, but that's also the problem with corporations in general. Yeah. Is like once you get to a certain size, you got to be evil as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I think there's so much energy behind like people on the on the left right now, whether it be locally or nationally, because there's a lot of things that are lining up that uh, are really fucking us over about the way things used to operate that need to be changed. Uh, and it's also why people probably are lining up on the right and ready to have a violent revolution if Trump gets impeached. But it's so, so. It's, which is so crazy to me because people on the right are suffering if, just as much, if not more, than people on the left. The, the right, their base is all poor people. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, they're, it's poor, the poorest of the poor, and then the richest of the rich, and right. like a little bit in between. Yeah. So it's like, you guys are hurting. But their main goal is just to maintain white supremacy, really. That's why it's, they don't care what yeah, the president Yeah, but white does. supremacy ain't even working that good no more. Yeah, but that's the, but that's the currency they're dealing with, It's right? not as lit as it used to be. I know, but again, try and tell them that, because they hearken back to a time where like, I remember when a black person served me. Right, right, but we're not going to go back there. I'm going to keep slurping on the same water fountain as you, sis. Yeah, but I'm saying this is they're, <laughs> they want they want to go to TBT time machine. Right. And, but it's too late. Yeah, we're not going back to slavery. Yeah. Y'all know that. Like it's I'm sorry, so they they want to cut out these different versions so they're like fine with like them fine police brutality. Let's right. arrest right. a guy we'll for eating a chicken them. sandwich on a fucking bar subway platform. platform. Yeah. That's what I that's that shit cuz that's the only way I can get my jollies now by yeah. thinking like, well, <laughs> that wouldn't happen to me. Right. Uh, All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. One of my favorite things is just anecdotes about Michael Jordan. I feel like every time we we learn an anecdote from his career, we get a little bit wiser about our species. Or further confirms how much of an asshole he is. Right. Like that one clip I was was showing Jack yesterday – of him and Charles Barkley on Oprah years yeah. ago. It's like, let me tell you a story about him, man. And Michael Jordan's like, come on, man, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I tried to give a homeless dude some money. And then Mike just smacks my hand away, says, don't give him money. If he, if, he, if, he, if he has enough energy to say, can you give me a dollar? He has enough energy to say, can I take your order? Wow. And you're like, oh, yeah. my God, Michael Jordan, please. You couldn't even let Charles Barkley give his own money away? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's mm. a degenerate gambler. I mean, he right. has... Uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's well, he's a here he's we're a, about to hear this from another planet. Yes, uh, so this was on uh, a Chicago area sports talk show, uh, and it's a story told by Jeremy Roenick, uh, who was a NHL player when Michael Jordan was lighting shit up in the NBA. Uh, and so at one point, <laughs> Jeremy Roenick, yeah, so weird. So at one point, uh, Jeremy Roenick said Michael Jordan told him to meet me at Sunset Ridge early. We're going to play 18 holes. Uh, we played around. I beat him for a couple thousand and got ready to leave. Now the Bulls are playing that night. They played Cleveland that night. I'm thinking he's leaving. It's 10 o'clock. He goes, no, let's go again. So we go and fill up a bag full of ice and Coors Light and walk again. We roll around another 18, and I take him for another couple thousand dollars. Now we've been drinking all afternoon, and he's going from Sunset Ridge to the stadium to play a game. I'm messing around. I'm like, I'm going to call my bookie. All the money you just lost to me, I'm putting it on Cleveland. He goes, I'll tell you what. I'll bet you that we'll win by 20 points, and I have more than 40 points. And I'm like, done. Son of a gun goes out and scores 52, and they win by 26 points. (laughs) I mean, that's, but that's the kind the of power. guy, that's how he was his whole, like, that's why he was the best. You know what I mean? It's just so because he was so ego. competitive to a major fault. Yeah. That's. That he would mistreat other human beings in the name of self-glory. <laughs> but, but the fact that he was drinking all day before a game is just bonkers. I mean, how many beers did he really have? You know what I mean? If he has six cores, I'm like, you could still fucking. You can shut the stadium know. That down. Seems, that, that seems like a lot of cores. I, I, Based on Jeremy Roenick's look, I feel like they drank a shitload of beers. Right, right. I can't, t- I can't quite put my finger on what Jordan's alcohol consumption levels are, but a hockey player, I'm like, mm. yeah, exactly. He's yeah. drinking with a hockey player. 
Hockey just, players will drink you under the bar. I've heard so many stories about it, and just the way he like got in people's heads like yeah. during the game, like the amount of shit. Like I, I forget the player. I was like, maybe it was Penny Hardaway. Somebody there one time uh, was like talking shit to Jordan during the game, and then uh, he was wearing Jordans while playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then right. Jordan was like. You're not even good enough to wear my sneakers. You know what I mean? Where it's like <laughs> that's a pretty devastating. Yeah, thing to it's do. like what yeah. do you say to that? And he's just you know he gets in your head. But I've heard so many stories of that where it's like whenever he loses, he's like, all right, double or nothing, double or nothing, right. double or nothing. And we'll just go until you give up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was Penny. It was Penny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said he called me kid. Yeah, <laughs> kid, you're not even good enough to yeah. wear my sneakers. Wow, unreal. Well, we're all three wearing Jordans today. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm wearing the right. Knicks uh, version the Knicks of color. this, which is <laughs> makes like, them very humble. We, yeah, yeah, which is the one that he just dominated. It even has the uh, you know the four eight eighty eight from uh, that specific game oh, when he where those points. Yeah, where he just dominated. It's like I feel like I'm being cucked wearing these sneakers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, if science could somehow find that's what. Out saying, what the power man. of his ego is, there has to be some kind of universal of language ego, in there. Like whatever his competitive fire, the metabolism, whatever the fuck made him able to put away six beers and then go out and be better than anyone has ever been at basketball. Like six yeah. beers at least. It's but also, I mean, do you think that was a pretty easy prediction? I wonder what Cleveland at that time, dude. I'm still he's still playing the NBA. <laughs> like yeah the best athletes in the world and he it just go like yesterday when we read this you said superpower and like that that really feels like what it is i mean because he's playing against the best athletes in the world and he's that much better is it than greed? all of like them. it was purely the money right See, uh, i don't even feel nothing. like i feel like he's a degenerate gambler because of his uh competitive right, right, it has right. nothing to, i don't think it's like it's, a, it's, it's like the disease in that it's more of just like winning. i have to win and if money's riding on the, it's like the money i feel like is the secondary thing to him besides just winning and being like and it's not even he's also not a good winner you know what i mean yeah. like when he wins he's <laughs> right. like a piece of shit about it right you know yeah. What I mean? yeah as his hall of fame speech will test craig elo will know just, yeah Getting fist pumped that <laughs> right in your skull. Yeah. I do want to talk, Jamie, a little bit about um, a story that is very relevant to you. Um, I was, the yeah. animatronic, the band at Chuck E. Cheese. I'm, I'm sorry uh, for getting their name wrong. So, yeah, it's uh, it's Mr. Munch's Make Believe Band. Mr. Yes. Munchies Make Believe Band. Not Munchies, Munches. Thank oh, you. Sorry, Mr. Uh, Munches. They've been together for 40 years. You've had plenty of time to learn their names. names right. And this uh, is the an- so for those the animatronic band that is inside a many a Chuck E. Cheese, but has been being some. phased out. For a couple of years. Okay, so this was actually this is terrible news. This is the worst news of the day. And the okay. impeachment yeah. <laughs> just happened. So what is happening? Okay. Uh, so in 2017, Chuck E. Cheese announced that they were going to slowly start phasing out the animatronics, which launched me into a long investigation of the history of them, which if you haven't educated yourself on what the history of the animatronic band is, it's pretty wild. There were these uh, wild uh, 80s wars between the two pizza places, Showbiz Pizza. Right. And uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Mm. Uh, there are so many. I'm like, I I can't wait for the movie of this. Yeah, that you're writing. That I, I'm I'd hope you would write that. Desperately, film. right after Santa University comes out, <laughs> this is going to really take first position for <laughs> right. me. Right. 
Uh, but it, you know, it's like the Chuck E. Cheese was founded by the uh, founder of um, Atari, and then he creates this restaurant, and then uh, oh, I had no idea. Oh, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Okay. So, so Chuck E. Cheese was invented for to have a restaurant to promote Atari games, basically. Oh, so, like the arcade oh, games would be with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Goes deep. shit. Yeah, and then uh, their main competition, Showbiz Pizza, had these amazing animatronics that were made by this like young uh, inventor genius named Aaron Fector, who had like was like one of those classic like good inventor, terrible businessman. Yeah, where he invented Whack a Mole and then got swindled by a carny and ended up losing the rights to Whack a Mole, so he didn't have any money. Then he invented animat like these restaurant animatronics, and then ended. I mean, it just that would haunt children forever. Yeah, and he still lives in or like lives and works in Orlando, and it, like is still making stuff. But it's like there's this crazy legacy, uh, and they're they're finally taking him out. If anyone in Zeitgang knows how I can get one, I will travel. I will spend every cent to my name. I'll start a Kickstarter. I don't give a fuck. I like I want to get one of these things. But do you want the whole band or just any any one of the band members? I don't have the infrastructure for for a whole band. I could maybe I could house one. If you have, <laughs> if you can get the whole thing, we could put them in the office. I could. Re, you have to be that really would be careful. wild. That'd be great. What if you walked in and that was the you first thing no. you see? I mean, we, look, we have a gigantic twenty yeah, foot. You know, version we of do. the note from yeah, Jersey Shore. That's I think true. we can respect popular culture and bring in the whole. Was it Mr. Munch's? Mr. Munch's make believe band. It's a four. Band. It's a four. And who are the members? Band. So you have Mr. Cheese. Uh huh. And right? he goes by Mr. Cheese. Uh, no, well, Ch- Chuck E. Cheese. That's the whole thing. Because much like Mr. Mucus, uh, Chuck E. Cheese, he a ton, he used to be a c- cigar smoking rat, and now he's uh. a mouse who skateboards. Oh, great! It's the whole thing. He uh, found Christ. He found God, <laughs> and he changed species. He's and a skateboarding he, youth he va- pastor. He vapes now. He yeah. vapes now, and and he's the vo- he's voiced by the lead singer of Bowling for Soup. I did not wow. know that. Yeah. Wow. Okay, the so there's Mr. Right. Cheese. So there's Mr. Cheese. There's my personal favorite, and I would prioritize this over the, all the others. Pasquale. Uh-huh. Pasquale is the Italian pizza chef. He plays the drums and he does stand-up comedy at the Laferoni. They show videos of it at Chuck E. Cheese. Wait, he's an, is he like a racist caricature of an Italian chef? Yeah, like a like a big mustache <laughs> with like like what? curly hair coming out the sides. Or yeah, wait, hold on, I got so wait. It's time once again for a few jokes what is from this? our resident pizza chef. Oh, this is and the stand up stand-up Pasquale. This is why I do Take what it I away, do. Pasquale. Alan, is this why it you do it? It's time for more jokes from a me, Pasquale. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> I like his intro. <laughs> what do you get when you put a radio in the refrigerator? What do you get? What do you get? <laughs> the give up. <laughs> yes. Cool music. <laughs> oh. So this is all some of the amazing. Okay. Get this shit up. This is trash. That was pretty this good. This is why I fucking do what I do, <laughs> That was pretty good. Okay, I'll, I'll give him that. Okay, so there's Pasquale. Who else? Cool yes. music. Uh, then there's Helen. Uh, she's, you know, she's the girl, right? Right. Uh, the, the token representation. Helen Henny. She's a bird, right? Helen Henny. She's a bird. Yeah, I remember her. Uh, it kind of invokes the Bert, Birdie from McDonald's Land, but oh, predates okay. Birdie. Birdie's a ripoff of Helen, make no mistake. Okay. And Understood. then there's Jasper Jowls, uh, who is uh, the dog, the dog yeah. who the cowboy dog, uh, and uh, that's and that's your band. 
Okay. That's your band, baby. And so now, but it has been announced, right? Because 2017, I remember you first went on a journey because they announced that they're like, we're going to start phasing this whole shit out. And then they kind of didn't do that. Or like, at least in this area, everything sort of right. remained the same. Where if in your area, if your Chuck E. Cheese opened before 2005, you probably still have most of the band. And now but where are we at now? It's It's been announced this week, I guess that they're like, okay, we're actually taking them out. But where are they going? Like, what? Right. I don't know. Right. I, but the characters aren't going away. They have like they have this whole thing, and uh, I think they're like based out of Austin, where they make all these videos. But they're with puppets now. They're not with animatronics. Ugh. They release a lot of cursed content on YouTube. I highly recommend. There's a there's a <laughs> there's a parody of uh, Ice Cube's. Uh, good day uh-huh. <laughs> from Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> called Another Chucky Day. So there's a lot. With, may, may I? With the Isley Brothers sample too? The, well, may I? Yeah. It's, they don't got that kind of money, but it's clear what they're doing. And it's parodying the music video too. Well, it's a brand new day and the sun is out shining. Birds are chirping, everything is fine. And as I open up my eyes, I just gotta say, got the feeling that it's gonna be another Chucky day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I like this. this so, is great. you know, the, the legacy lives on. They gotta do they they Coachella. <laughs> oh my, yeah, they, I can see them dark? in the Gobi tent. Wait, why doesn't Chuck E. Cheese just move into the hologram? Uh, thing that's happening now okay. isn't everything now turning into like hologram performances i wish like i feel like yeah. that would work because the, the they, thing they with could do that the animatronics i guess that they were scaring kids yeah they, I I mean, for year for decades for decades yeah. but i i don't know I'm, I'm gonna miss the animatronics i'm very sad uh so if you live near a full band go pour one out you can have up to two blue moons before they cut you off there oh wow really yeah yeah, yeah. Blue moon. I mean, you know, parents, a lot funny. of you see a lot of videos of parents fighting at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, it's one of the most, like, best places to get into yeah. a fight with someone. All right, that's gonna do it for this week's weekly zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, means the world to Miles. He he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye.